BG Mania, a video game music podcast for October 20th, 2021, is presented by RPGera.com. To get things started, you're listening to Main Theme from Dead Space, released October 13th, 2008, composed by Jason Graves. What's up, BG Maniacs? Welcome to another episode of BG Mania, a video game music podcast. I, of course, am your host, Brian. Feels weird being back somewhat two episodes in a row, somewhat close together, joined as always. I can say it because it's been back to back. He is floating aimlessly through space. It's Frank. Oh, hi. Hey, guys. Lost out there in space somewhere. You know that picture where there's an astronaut and he's just floating untethered, just aimlessly in front of the Earth? That's Frank, floating through space. That's, that's, what, you told me. Well, that's what you told me you felt like the other day. That's what I feel like right now, Brian. <laughs> Real quick, if you'd be so kind, head on over to Apple Podcasts or whichever app you've chosen to listen to us on and drop us a quick rating and a review on there to help our visibility in terms of search results. Because let me tell you, taking some time off whew, hurts. It definitely hurts. So any interaction we can get right now will uh, will certainly help more people find out about BG Mania because, um, man, we shouldn't have taken two months off, but that was sort of out of our control and out of a lot of people's control. But we're back, 
even though, even though we didn't post an episode for a while, we've got two back-to-back episodes to kick things off. Obviously, Frank, we just did the uh, evil clowns and circus music, Sinister Circuses, and now we are doing something that you and I have been wanting to do for a while because I know this is a franchise that we both really enjoy. We're going to be focusing on the music to the Dead Space trilogy on today's episode. And specifically Dead Space 1, 2, and 3. Now, I will say, there are other Dead Space games. You know, there are offshoot games. We we tried. We tried to, um... We tried to find music that was exclusive to Dead Space Extraction and Dead Space Ignition. Dead Space Extraction was a, a Nintendo Wii and PlayStation 3 game that released back in 2009 and 2011, respectively. And then Dead Space Ignition was an Xbox 360 PS3 game that released in 2010. Um, Ignition being an action puzzle game and then Extraction being a rail shooter. Jason Graves, the composer to the Dead Space trilogy, is credited on both of those games. I have not played either one of them, so I can't tell you from memory. I probably couldn't even remember if I tried, even if I did play them. But if I had played them, I probably wouldn't be able to tell you if the music was exclusive or not. And Frank, you and I were kind of chatting before we clicked record. Chances are it just reused a lot of the trilogy music. So that's usually what spinoff games do too, anyway. So a lot of times, yeah. A lot of times, yeah. And, you know, I couldn't find any information anywhere, like on any of the typical websites that, you know, we travel to to find soundtracks and information. And there was nothing. So I have to assume that's what happened. But either way, focusing on just the trilogy of games is going to be pretty fun because Jason Graves, someone who I know we've played a lot of his music here on the podcast throughout the years. Frank, you and I are both pretty big fans of his. Obviously, he did um, the Dead Space trilogy as we're talking about here, but more recently he's been working with Supermassive Games on things like Until Dawn, the Dark Pictures Anthology trilogy. He did the soundtrack to Moss, which I know, Frank, you really enjoyed. One of the best games ever. A little, my that was little that, friend. That was, yeah, that was that VR mouse game. <laughs> yeah, you loved that game. He did the soundtrack to that. Um, you know, The Order 1886, Evolve, Tomb Raider. Um, he's been around. And he's built quite a portfolio and quite a name for himself. And this is more or less a mini composer appreciation episode, I guess. Uh, I was, if you didn't say I was going, I was like, hey, we got you out of the way. I mean, we're still going to do a full-fledged Jason Graves because I don't want to just, you know, attribute him to Dead Space and nothing else because his portfolio is so expansive. And, man, just looking over everything, getting started in 2005 with Sony doing Rise of the Kasai. Do you remember that game? I never heard of it. Oh, my God. It was a PlayStation 2 game, and it was a first-party Sony-published game, but it wasn't a studio that they owned. But it was a follow-up game to The Mark of Cry, which was also a PS2 Sony-developed game by San Diego Studio. Do you remember that one? They're games that you would like. No, no, not at all. Not at all. They're action-adventure games. They're like Zelda-likes. They're games you would enjoy. I'm surprised you've not played them if you haven't. Um... But yeah, Jason Graves got his start with that sequel, Rise of the Kasai. Uh, on March 8th, 2016, it was re-released on the PS4. Interesting. I did not know that Rise of the Kasai was. But anyway, we're not talking that. We're talking Dead Space. And we've got today's episode organized in order. So we're starting off with the original Dead Space video game, which did come out back in October of 2008 on the 13th, to be exact, which, Frank, is technically today's date. 
if yeah. the episode would post on the day we were recording it, it's not going to, but it came out uh, 13 years ago to the day. Damn, that's crazy. But it's also, it's a also there. a lot of 13s there, but it's also crazy that, you know, Dead Space is actually only 13 years. And then you think of everything that's happened in that 13 years. Things do progress really fast. But Dead Space, when it came out, set this like standard for being this really good, really creepy, like survival horror game that kicked off a lot of people's like love for the genre again after it kind of waned a bit after Silent Hill and Resident Evil for a while. Like zombies in space, man. And this was obviously published by EA, which, you know, would eventually try to kill off the, the franchise. But, but it is coming back in a couple years, probably, probably still a couple years away. That Dead Space remake. Hopefully it'll be good. Well, hopefully this show gets it going. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Probably not. Probably not. But we kick things off with the theme to Dead Space, composed obviously by Jason Graves, as pretty much everything on today's episode is as well. And I really like the opening track. I really like how it sets the tone for what Dead Space is going to end up being, not only after the first game, but into 2 and 3 as well. And we'll talk about 2 and 3 more when we get to them, because they did deviate, especially 3, significantly from the um, from that like survival horror formula. But the original Dead Space 1 is by far still probably my favorite in the trilogy. By and far. Uh, it honestly could have stood on its own. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be the case. Would have been a slightly weird way to end it, but still... I'm glad the trilogy exists. Like I said, the trilogy was still good, even though the series did take some weird turns and stuff throughout. But now that, again, we talked about we have that remake coming up, we'll have to see where they choose to go with it. I have to assume they take it back to its roots because that's what everybody wants. And and then again, you know, it's EA, so who knows? Who knows? Maybe it'll be a battle royale, for all we know. But You buy skins. All right, Frank, let's kick to our first block of three tracks here from the original Dead Space. I like the name of this one here. I'm assuming you will, too. Uh, the, the first track on the uh, on the block, Nicole's Farewell. <laughs> I cannot wait. <laughs> We're going to take a listen to these three, and we'll be back after that. You're listening to Nicole's Farewell from Dead Space, released October 13th, 2008, composed by Jason Graves.
You're listening to Do Not Vomit, Do Not Shout from Dead Space, released October 13th, 2008, composed by Jason Graves. You're listening to I Left My Heart in Med Lab 3 from Dead Space, released October 13th, 2008, composed by Jason Graves.
Alright, and let's kick things off chatting about Nicole's farewell. Frank, how do you feel about Nicole's farewell? <laughs> Didn't happen soon enough. <laughs> I've been praying for this for like 30 years now. <laughs> I like how ominous this particular track started. And about a minute or so in, you know, it moves into that more melancholic, sad, like you can tell that this is a farewell track. And I like how a lot of what Jason Graves did with the soundtrack, it sort of is very like ambient, but at the same time, it's more and there's a lot of cinematic approach to almost everything that we've heard up to this point, and I'm fairly certain that'll continue going forward. It's pretty cool. It's one of, it's one of those uh, situations where even the background music is scored to the emotion you're supposed to be feeling during the game. It's, exactly. It's, 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 you have such a deep understanding of the game in general to like make music the best to that. It's crazy. And I like how with that track, it near the end, it just completely dropped and stopped then like a second later it's back and it's very sinister it's very evil it's completely you know a 180 degree turn from what the track was you know the prior two minutes or whatever and then you have this last 20 some seconds that are just i don't know it sends shivers down your spine it's crazy i love it i love how like the contrast in that it's really cool but then we had our middle track which frank i know was one of the ones that you actually submitted we're not really differentiating between who submitted what for the episode since we're just kind of oh you can the tell trilogy. You, you can tell but this was this was definitely one of your submissions for the episode do not vomit do not shout and i gotta say i think this is probably the best thing that we've heard so far on the episode um i i had not listened to your tracks prior to sitting down and recording because my time has been very limited lately so uh, I'm actually going into this recording hearing your tracks for the first time. So we're doing this one a little bit different than we normally do. Um, this one, very horror movie slasher feel to it. And you reminded me that this is one of the like bigger encounters that you come through in the uh, the campaign of the game. And you can definitely tell, especially that like intense pickup midway through when the bass drum just starts booming. You can tell something's going on in the fight. I love how this one was done, man. It's I can so literally picture good. that part of the one of those parts of the game too, where they're just all rushing you. I mean, we were we listened to the full thing, and I, I just there were several times that I was just like, man, this is just amazing, and it is. It, it's in a really it's an amazing track that <laughs> that's what I like about Dead Space One just original dead space is how freaking creepy it really was and how like unsettling it really was and it made it did make me sad when they kind of started you know moving away from that with two and then in a completely almost different direction with three still good games but you know it wasn't it wasn't this like and you'll hear that in the music too right like it's going to change when we start talking yeah. about Dead Space 2 and Dead Space 3. It, it will still have some of that, like, October Halloween horror elements going on, like, that we're trying to capture here with the episodes, since that's what we like to do here in October, and that's, you know, we came back in October, so that's what we're doing. But the music will get a little different. It won't be so horror. It'll be more suspenseful. It'll be still very cinematic, still very good. 
But we still have one track to talk about that. <laughs> Talking about That's, creepy. Maybe may, may my favorite track we played today. I left my heart in MedLab 3. Talk about creepy. Talk about just eerie. I like how Jason actually mixed the pyramid head silent hill type alarm siren into the music both at the beginning but then really at the end when it was fading out i loved it i thought that was really a smart touch it was this is the best thing we've heard it's it's so the violins were insane you you heard little bits of psycho in there the violins just going crazy and again, that goes back to the, the track I, we just talked about. If I'm not mistaken, this was like the hunter battle in the game, which is just one of the, fu- more, the more fun things. I, I, but, uh, I don't remember. I wouldn't remember where this it's, music I know, it's, actually it's, takes it's place. It's, it's, 13 it's, again, about, it's been, been, about 13 year, been about 13 years, and uh, you know, that's a long time. We're getting older. The memory's getting smaller. <laughs> Making bad choices, which makes it even smaller. So... Um, but I really, really enjoyed how the last two tracks that we played in that block both had that classic Hollywood horror movie cinematic feel. Like, I know I said it had, like, the slasher feel in the middle. The one that we just played back from kind of reminded you a lot of Psycho. Again, very classic Hollywood-style movies. And I just like the callbacks. I like how you utilize something that works and it's already unsettling and it's going to be unsettling here, especially when it's intermixed with everything that's going on. Plus you're in space in the vacuums of nowhere. Like it's intense. It's crazy. It's pretty crazy. Um, all right, let's go ahead and jump to another block of three tracks here. We have one more to listen to from the original Dead Space. And then our second and third track in this block is actually going to transition into Dead Space 2. So we'll have a little bit more to talk about on Dead Space 1 when we come back. But get ready. It's time for Dead Space 2. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Hive Mind from Dead Space, released October 13th, 2008 composed by Jason Graves.
You're listening to Padded Room with a View from Dead Space 2, released January 25th, 2011, composed by Jason Graves. You're listening to War and Pieces from Dead Space 2, released January 25th, 2011, composed by Jason Graves.
right? And closing things out with the original Dead Space, we had the Hive Mind kicking off that block. I, what I, what I really like about that track in particular is it told a story from the second it started to the second it ended. Like, if you didn't know anything about Dead Space, if you didn't know anything about anything, and you would listen to this track, you could probably put together some story in your mind. Like, I just feel like this particular track in the way that it was composed, tells a story by itself, just in those notes. That's what I'm saying. That's very indicative of what he did throughout the whole so- like the whole course of all the soundtracks. Is he was so intimate with the game, like the knowledge that the music itself tells a story. Like you said, it just no no words, and you still know what's going on. Those sweeping violins were freaking crazy too in this particular track as well. Like very well done, very well done. And I, that's what I, in fact that's what I love about this whole soundtrack in general is it's just, there's some it's it's an orchestra in space. Yeah, absolutely. And we just got done playing uh, The Artful Escape, which was a cosmic space opera, which is amazing. Oh, Go check it out. Yes. I, I, I cannot tell you that I, what I named my character. You know, we have standards no. in this show. Yeah, this, this show is more clean than, than our other content. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, closing out Dead Space 1, moving on to Dead Space 2, which came out in January of 2011, January 25th, the day after my birthday, on PC, PS3, Xbox 360, still done, as everything is on the show today by Jason Graves. And even though, like, we moved away in the kind of creepiness and unsettlingness that the original Dead Space had with Dead Space 2, and then even more so with Dead Space 3, um, I think we did a pretty good job with the tracks that we picked still fitting with the the theme of Halloween. Like, <laughs> even though, they're, it, it, like, they, well, we they, skewed, they weren't we, as, they weren't, we, we, it wasn't as crazy. Yeah, it wasn't as crazy as what we had with, you know, the, the first couple that we heard from Dead Space. But what I really like here is we kicked things off with Dead Space 2 and, and we had a, a track called Padded Room with a View. I love how Jason Graves built this, like, subtle knocking into the music. And when you, you know, Dead Space 2, when it kicks off and you're in this, you know, insane asylum hospital setting and, you know, that's the padded room with a view. You get Isaac's going crazy, whatever. And the way that the just that emotion, as you keep talking about the way that it's been built in the, into the music, the way that some of the, you know, maybe banging your head against the padded walls or knocking on the door of whoever, the way that that's all built into the music is just so insane. It, it, what I'm saying to Brian was once he, point, like, once he pointed that out to me when I was listening to it, once my mind started to focus on that, it got creepier and creepier each time you heard it. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's so cool. I really like how it was done. And that whole sequence in, in Dead Space 2 was just absolutely crazy. Um, Dead Space 2 had a great story, man. It had a really, really strong story. The gameplay just moved away more from that, like, you know, survival horror-style gameplay. And this is where it started moving more to action-adventure. And then Dead Space 3 was just pretty much full-on action-adventure, so... 100%. (laughs) (laughs) There was still some elements of survival horror in in Dead Space 2. And um, it had a really, really strong narrative. But, yeah. And we have War and Pieces, which is not War and Peace, not the not the novel. War and Pieces, which was a track that you had submitted. And, dude, I love the drums in that one. That one was incredible. That was really good. And, and it's just, a, I, I remember the scene. It, 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 the, the, the song title now, when I think about it, just 
it fits so well. It's it's a big dismemberment scene, which of course is one of the major themes is the Dead Space in general cut off their limbs. Yeah, and a lot of your weaponry and stuff is designed to take off arms and legs bit by bit, piece by piece, and you have more in pieces. <laughs> I think I believe this is like, one, like around one of the tutorial sections where they're showing you how to use the new gun. Ooh, that I wouldn't remember, but it's possible. Again, like I said, this is years ago, and my mind is so messed up, like drugs and alcohol and poor life choices. <laughs> this one has that like it's got the brass instruments in the background. There's several. You know, you got trombones, you got tubas, I'm sure. You got maybe French horns back there. I don't remember all the, the brass instruments and what they sound like. It's been years since I was in band, but I like how it was all utilized. I like how the buildup was done. And this one, it did. It had some more elements of that like slasher style horror movie. And it was a great pick. It fits the elements of the season. It doesn't really feel like Halloween season to me this year, and that sucks. I'm one of the few houses on the block who's even decorated for it, uh, and I usually and our house is actually like over the top. Yeah, like just based off everything that happened, like you know, I'm 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 living with Justin, my best friend now. Justin went through some stuff earlier this year, and like he's just not really in any mood to do anything either. So there's just there's no Halloween spirit anywhere in this house this year. It just doesn't feel like the season, and I don't know, man kind of sucks because i do love halloween i love i love the holidays i have a costume literally arm's length away from me I, i'm doing i'm picking i'm doing the best thing this year did you already say what you were doing i think you might have i think i may have told you i'm going as chucky but really i'm going, I'm going as chucky finster from rugrats but i'm gonna have a bloody knife so like, that's right it's a pun i get it because rugrats is back rugrats is back i also have a big green dinosaur thing so i'm gonna try to get my dad in so i can try to kill reptar jesus <laughs> Good luck with that. It's all about the gram, baby. Good luck with that. You can't, you can't have a you can't have the Instagram and Twitter handle the Frankosaurus and not try to go kill a dinosaur at least once. Well, that is true. That is true. That's why our uh, our BG Mania logo has a dinosaur in it now. It does because of the Frankosaurus. Uh, no, no, no. We have a dinosaur and her name is Yoko. Shimamura. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Let's kick to another block. We have two more tracks to listen to from Dead Space 2, and then we're going to close out this block with our first track from Dead Space 3. So we'll be right back. You're listening to Canonical Aside from Dead Space 2, released January 25th, 2011, composed by Jason Graves.
This is Kyle, and one day you can be too. Every Friday, I host what is soon to be your favorite podcast, The Media Files. Me and one of my best friends talk about pop culture happening so that you don't look like an uncultured swine during those boring water cooler conversations. Laughs are shared, tears are cried, and sometimes we have really interesting special guests that you might be familiar with. Download The Media Files wherever you download podcasts, and remember, be kind, be honest, and we'll see you later. You're listening to You Go to My Head from Dead Space 2, released January 25th, 2011, composed by Jason Graves. You're listening to The Quick and the Dead from Dead Space 3, released February 5th, 2013, composed by Jason Graves and James Hannigan.
right. We've still got some Dead Space 2 to talk about, and we're kicking things off with Canonical Aside. I like how sad that particular track was. That might be the most sad track that we hear on the episode today. And you know me, I love a good sad track. But at the same time, it was super beautiful. That track was gorgeous, man. That was a gorgeous track. He should be doing movies. I could see it. I mean, if you think about it, what we got into where he progressed to now with Supermassive and Until Dawn and the Dark Pictures Anthology series. Those are more or less movies. They pretty much are, yeah. I mean, it's what he more or less is good at, though. He's very good at that cinematic approach. I still have to play Man of Medan. Have you played... So Man of Medan was the first, and then there was this... uh, uh, God, what was the second one? Man of Medan was the first one. Little Hope was the second one and now House of Ashes comes out next week October 22nd and that actually completes the Dark Pictures Anthology trilogy or whatever so you missed out on three of them so far well I'm only missing out on two the other ones I don't yeah I missed anything on that one yet well no a little hope's out well, I, I, I see what you're saying you only missed out on two I see what you're saying <laughs> the middle track there you go to my head I love the name of that one and this one here rather short I think it actually might be the shortest track that we played today on the show um I like the way this one has that I don't know what it's used to do that like intense chill inspiring noise in the background as it builds up. But I used to do the name of that issue, but I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but I've seen one. Still with water. Really, really well done here. And I don't know, man. It's even though it's a short track, it's unsettling. And it again, it, you, it it takes that approach where it slows down, but then near the end, it comes back with this like loud presence that if you're not ready for it, it's going to make you jump. And I like that. The instrument was the theremin. Was it? Yes. Is that what it is? Is that what they used to do that? Yeah, I had to look it up. I knew I knew it. Yeah. Well, it was well done there. See, there you go. This liner note. Very well done. Brought back the liner notes for the episode as well. But our last track of that block brings us now to Dead Space 3. Dead Space 3 came out two years later, February 5th, 2013. We're still in the PS3, Xbox 360 era for now, even though the uh, PS4 and the Xbox One were knocking on the door in 2013. They did come out in November, but we had Dead Space 3 on the current platforms in February. And even though it tried to maintain some of that survival horror elements, EA had already moved the series away from that. And this one pretty much was an action-adventure shooter, more or less, and it suffered because of it. The review scores definitely weren't nearly as strong, and the reception... Was this one a flop? Huh? Was this one a flop? No, it wasn't a flop, I wouldn't say. I mean, it was like in the mid-70s on Metacritic. Like, it's definitely far from a flop. Certain places did still give it like a 9 or an 8. I mean, it, it did well. It just wasn't Dead Space. It wasn't the formula that they had kind of established with the original. It moved away Dead from... Dead Space 4 comes out and it says that Dead Space 3 was all just a dream. Well, remember, they canned the Dead Space 4 because of the lower-than-expected sales of Dead Space 3. <laughs> and the reason for the lower sales is because they moved the series away from what it was. But that's why they canned the... Um, uh, eventual Dead Space 4, but now we're getting, as we talked about at the beginning, the remake, which was just announced earlier this year at uh, EA Play's event back in July. We're still years away from seeing it, most likely. It probably won't be out till 
I mean, if it makes it out by 2023, I'd be surprised. I would be more willing to bet on 2024 for a release date for that because... No, I, 2024 is going to be Elder Scrolls. Well, that's a different company, so it's, it could still be, but no. Elder Scrolls is still like yeah, 17 years away. It's, it's, it's going to be the only game that comes out that year. The Elder Scrolls Skyrim, maybe. They might put that out again in 2024. That'll They'll need the 15-year anniver anniversary edition by that point. <laughs> but then Nintendo will be on like the Switch 8. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? But jumping into Dead Space 3, we're kicking things off with The Quick and The Dead. And throughout the Dead Space 3 soundtrack, this is our first appearance of James Hannigan, who was also brought in to work on the soundtrack of Dead Space 3 alongside Jason Graves. James Hannigan, looking at his credited works... Um, Man, is this in any specific order? Not at all. Wow. Okay. So I guess we will just kind of take a glance here. Looks like he had some credits in Smash. Looks like Evil Genius 2. Okay. RuneScape, the Orchestral Collection. Uh, Alien Sea of Sorrows, some Alien Games. Terraria, Otherworld as a guest composer. Man, this is a terribly sorted list. Like, it's not in any specific order. It's not in alphabetical order either. Um... He's got some credits on Harry Potter games, NASCAR Thunder 2004, gross. Well, maybe that might have been when the NASCAR games were okay, but I thought they just used, like, Life is a highway and Leonard's getting music. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what they used to do for the NASCAR games, but... Who's, um, who's saying that? Now you go in my head. Life is a highway? Rascal Flats. Yeah. Is that who it is? <laughs> yeah. No, I think you're wrong. I'm not wrong. It was Rascal Flats. I don't like country, but I know that's Rascal Flats. It's Tom Cochran. Well, Rascal Flats did a cover. That's who I was. That's what I meant. God damn you, Brian! <laughs> I like how cinematic the soundtrack to Dead Space Three is. Where we moved away, sort of like you. I I would stretch to say, and, I'm, and as I sit here and listen to it again, as we talk about it, like do you still have some of that like slasher horror type stuff that Jason Graves was doing throughout Dead Space and Dead Space Two, kind of in the background, but. A lot of what we're hearing here in the six minutes of The Quick and the Dead is a more, like, cinematic, John Williams-y, Star Wars-y approach to, to the orchestra or to the composition. And not that it suffers. It's still amazingly well done. It, it just sounds like Yeah, it, it sounds, it takes a turn. It's not nearly as unsettling. It's not nearly as, you know, creepy. The vibes aren't crazy like they were, but that's okay. That's still okay. That's okay. This was a great piece of music. I really enjoyed this. Um, and we still have several to go for Dead Space 3. We have another block, all three tracks from Dead Space 3, and our closeout track today is also from Dead Space 3. So, uh, Frank, let's go ahead and listen to some more music, and then you and I will be back to close this episode out right after. You're listening to The Fiery Room from Dead Space 3, released February 5th, 2013, composed by Jason Graves and James Hannigan.
You're listening to Lunar Express from Dead Space 3, released February 5th, 2013, composed by Jason Graves and James Hannigan.
You're listening to The Nexus from Dead Space 3, released February 5th, 2013, composed by Jason Graves and James Hannigan. And we're back and we're talking Dead Space 3 and we're kicking things off with the fiery room. This is a good one, Frank. I really enjoy yeah, this. That's where you're going. It's where you're going to be staying for all the bad things you've done. Well, I guess it's a good thing that I have a good soundtrack awaiting me then. Like, can you imagine if this was the soundtrack to hell? Like, I think I'd be okay. You got Jason Graves down there composing the music. It'd be great. It'd be great. It'd be great. Especially if it was, especially if it was, especially if it's the Satan from South Park, man. He's awesome. <laughs> hey, guy. <laughs> that's, 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 that's like Harrison favor with Satan. <laughs> South Park has been doing a, a competition across social media and they're down to the final two episodes. It's Scott Tenorman must die and make love, not Warcraft. Those are the final two out of like all of their episodes. And it's been this like, two month long voting process or something and it's down it has to two. be Scott Tenorman it's gonna be Make Love Not Warcraft I hope not it's gonna be Make Love it's Not great, Warcraft it's a great it's, it's, it's a great episode it's but their Scott best Tenorman, no Scott Tenorman was a, may have made me like break a funny bone like it, it was <laughs> like the fun, it's the funniest thing you've ever heard ever because it was so unexpected like it, and they went there and they, and they, they nailed the fucking landing yeah, they sure did. That's right. You came over in Headspace, but you're, you're getting my, my, my love of self-work. 
I really, really, even though like I wasn't a huge fan of the gameplay in Dead Space 3, I, I want to just emphasize how great the actual music actually still is. Like, you know, no no fault of, of Jason Graves for the game being not what, you know, it was set out to be with the first two, or I guess the original Envisions or whatever, but still nailed the aesthetic of being out in space in this like sci-fi space not necessarily opera anymore like we don't really have that going on here but you still have a lot of like the same sounds and the same vibes that you were getting in the other two yeah it was different difference not always bad let me tell you the next track might be my favorite lunar express yes Lunar Express is really good, man. This is a this is a really cool moment in Dead Space Three as well. Um, you know, there's there's a, a train scene going on here within this facility, and this entire setting was one of my favorite moments from Dead Space Three, and I like how the Lunar Express. You know, as it begins, it's this really slow build, this melancholic build that we've had in a couple other tracks. And then it starts picking up a little bit. But then right around the two minute mark, you start hearing in again in the music, which is I love what Jason Graves has done with the soundtracks to these. But you're hearing in the music with the way that the steam is starting up in the train and you're starting to hear the wheels turn just a little bit and it just keeps going and ramping up from there. It's so well done how it was put into the music and built into the background. He really is my my number two favorite musical Graves. Who's the first? Michael. Come on now. Oh, okay. Misfits. Okay. Well, you know, I don't know. I don't know. You even get a little bit of the, you know, the EDM drum beats there in the background a little bit in, in Lunar Express toward the end. Ah, uh, uh, the EDM news. You remember those, Brian? I do. Rolling on Molly. Electric or, or the EDC, that convention that used to travel through Vegas and various other cities. Electric Daisy Carnival. No, no. I... <laughs> Our last track that we had in that block, the Nexus. Shout out to Wade Barrett. They're one, they're one. <laughs> Jesus. I love how grandiose this track starts out again with like the, the brass instrumentation. And then again, it just builds right back up into this like crazy, epic space vibe. Again, I, I don't want to keep saying Star Wars, but I feel like a lot of Dead Space 3 was borrowed from Star Wars. Like there's a lot here that reminds me of maybe the four, five, and six, more so than one, two, and three of Star Wars, but still, like, there's a lot that reminds me of John Williams here. The, the whole Dead Space itself is a space opera, so why not take a, you know, a little bit from another famous space opera? I mean, it's true. Borrow from the greats. Not really borrowing, inspired by, I should say. Yeah, it's, it's, like, it's like Carlos Mencia and uh, everyone No, he stole. Him. No, he stole. Oh. Okay. <laughs> a little different there. Mencia, who thought he would be in freaking mentioned in 2020. Is he still around doing things? Is he still out there stealing content? Is he still out there doing his thing? <laughs> I am hopeful after we've just got done listening to all this Dead Space music, and we still have one track to go. We still have an amazingly beautiful track to listen to. The perfect, one to, the, the perfect one to close out to. It is an excellent closeout track. Make sure you stick around. Listen to the full four minutes and 21 seconds. It is beautiful. And it just, man, 
shivers and chills and goosebumps again listening to that. It's toward the end of the game. I love that actual track. But getting here, sitting down over the last two hours, listening to Dead Space music, I'm hopeful for the remake of Dead Space. I'm hopeful that this series can be brought back to, you know, the survival horror elements that made one and some parts of two so great. And maybe that's why Cry of the Ancients is such a great track to close out with, because a lot of elements of this track, especially as we get near the end, there are some elements of hope and like just the will to go on at the end of that track, because again, that's a lot of what Dead Space is about. And hopefully, hopefully the remake ends up knocking it out of the park. I can't wait to see our first glimpse of it. You know, all, all we know so far is that we, we got the bland logo reveal, right? Like Dead Space remake. It's coming, guys. We're finally doing it. Just like they did with Skate four years ago. Remember? We're finally doing it, guys. And then it just goes nowhere. And it's been three years now. So I have a feeling that's what's going to happen with Dead Space. It's Don't worry, that's channel dropping next week. It's going to disappear for a few years. The next time we see Dead Space, I'm hoping it knocks us off our seats, man. Like, I really want to be wowed by this series again. But I think that's going to do it for this one. I think we're done. What do you say we get on out of here? Close this one out. All right. Let's, uh, it's, been, it's been fun, Brian. Uh, go, going down Spooky Dookie Lane with you. I can't, I can't wait for next week. Can't wait for next week. And we've got a good one. I know it's going to speak highly to Frank's heart next week. Make sure you tune in. But that is unfortunately going to bring us to the close of the show for this week. We want to thank you for sticking with us and listening to another episode of BG Mania made possible, of course, by RPGera.com. Don't forget to submit tracks, ideas, and requests for future episodes if you want to. Uh, it's been a while, but you could still do Just that. Just do it, uh, Martin, okay? The address is still the same, even though we're RPGera.com. The email address is still bgmaniacloweddowngames.com. One day, it's probably just going to switch to Gmail because I don't want to have all these registered everywhere and pay thousands of dollars a month for email addresses. But for now, bgmaniacloweddowngames.com. If you like video game music, and more importantly, you like us, and you want to help us grow this show, check the description box for ways you can do just that. While you're in there, make sure you click the link to join our Discord community. Taking us out of this episode, we're going to be taking a listen to Cry of the Ancients from Dead Space 3, released February 5th, 2013, composed again by Jason Graves and James Hannigan. Keep the music playing, and keep it loud.